The boy is eating. The boy is your drinking. name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Mariah Wojka. Welcome back to the podcast. This week on Coffee with Gringos, we have a special guest with us. Woo! Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm Matias Concha, um, I'm a friend of Paige, and I actually live uh, in Boston for the past 10 months. So Matias is with us today because we always talk here on Coffee with Gringos about our experiences living in Chile, but it's not often that we hear from a Chilean who's had a chance to live in the United States. And so today we'll be hearing from Matias, and remember, as you listen, if you get lost, the transcript and vocabulary guide are on the website to help you out. So because you are new to the show, just introduce yourself a little bit more, how old you are, where you're from, what you do for work. So I'm 23 years old and my name is Matias Concha and I'm a music producer and that's the reason why I went to Boston for about 10 months to learn from the music industry there, have the chance to work in a studio and be more involved in the real music in industry. Okay, so so you say that you went to Boston to have a chance to get involved in the music industry. Did you do an internship? Did yeah. you Okay, okay. Actually, Where did you intern? I interned in Soundtrack Studios, which is a really long chain of studios that are all all over the United States. Also there's one in Mexico too, and they do the post production of movies, series, and also they do all like the TV, TV commercials and stuff. So it's a lot of Foley post-production, ADR, and it's a really, really great studio. I, I had a, a great time there. There were a lot of people really nice to me, even though I had this accent uh, of, of a Chilean person, they, they really understand and understood everything I tried to say all the time. Right. So they were really nice. I didn't have like time about it. And so, was that your first time in the U.S. or have you been there before? I've been there about three times. I have an aunt there in Boston too. Actually, I lived there when I when I went the past ten months, and I have been there about three times for three four months for vacations mostly to see my family. Right. That's where I met met Paige. Yeah. Small um, world. <laughs> so I learned English really little. I wasn't really good at it at all. I think. Most most of my English come from like movies, series, music mostly, uh, because everything is in English. So right. when you want to understand the lyrics of a song, you need to just go for it and try to understand everything. Yeah. So English has been like in my, li- in my life twenty four seven. Mhm. And did you before you took this internship and moved to Boston for ten months? How was your English before you arrived? Uh not that bad. But the the only problem I had was like being good grammatically. Yeah. Like, yep. Like for example, sometimes I didn't use like a an apple. I said a a, a apple. apple, like right. kind of stuff like that. 
like always the meaning of what I was saying was correct or people could understand me but I wasn't like speaking really really like good right. like, I was kind of Yoda for a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a really good point is that you don't need to speak perfectly to be successful in another country right yeah. and you don't need to speak perfectly to get your message across like the most important thing is that you can communicate yourself right yeah that's right yeah yeah so when you first arrived i'm guessing that you spoke english almost the whole time correct when yeah. you were in the united states i mean my aunt speaks spanish right but she doesn't speak spanish with me okay she just does it with like my mom or people that okay. don't speak english So, yeah, mostly all the time I was there, I was speaking English. So what was it like to go from, you know, obviously like living in Chile, speaking Chilean Spanish, and then suddenly being in the United States and speaking English 24-7? So, Can you tell us about how that felt? Okay, so it felt a little bit weird because usually when you're thinking, you're thinking in a language, right? Yeah. Uh, so when I was here, of course, I was thinking in Spanish naturally so yeah. every single time I had to talk to people or like express something I had to translate at the same moment that I was actually speaking right so when time passed and I was like involved with all the English all the time uh, that started to change so I started to like think in English so it was really easy to speak in English uh, but now like I've been here for about a month and a half maybe two months and I'm thinking Spanish again so yeah <laughs> It's amazing how our brain can change and transfer between languages in that way. And how were you, like you said, you learned most of your English through the movies, through songs. When you arrived in the U.S., were there accents? I mean, Boston has a very distinct yeah. accent. Was that difficult <laughs> for you? Yeah, it was. Like, for example, one time I went to Maine and also New Hampshire, and there were some people that I really couldn't understand. Like, I, I, I kind of figure out some words but uh, the meaning I, I couldn't really understand the people because their accent is really like it's not slang at all but it's more like connected to every single word so it's like right. you are singing something and you put it there and you don't know what it is there's not space <laughs> in between the words yeah where are you talking about my mom and aunt no. <laughs> <laughs> my mom and aunt have the thickest Boston accents I mean I, I learned English with that accent Right, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> so, a little shift from from talking about language. When people in Chile who haven't been to the United States before ask you to describe the culture of the United States, what are some things that you say? Okay, so I, I have a little like critic about how people are sometimes in the United States. I think people, like, the, the context of living in a city in the USA is really like individual in, yeah. in for example a little example that I have when I go to McDonald's here I have to talk to the waiter and say like what I want and everything and there's usually a little bit of chit chat with the person Absolutely. and people are more like communicative like with mm -hmm. the, we, we, with each other like you talk more when you go out what happened to me in the USA is that I didn't have to because everything was programmed Like, for example, I went to McDonald's, there was this screen, and I just ordered what I wanted, and they just passed it to me. And, and I was like, okay, I didn't talk anything. Right, so, it's really uh, impersonal. Yeah, so yeah. that actually has a consequence in how, in, in how people are culturally. Like, I believe people are more individualist 
in the USA because of that mostly mm -hmm. um, because how the the economy and the merchandising is all about you not doing anything you just being in the comfort of your home and having everything just set right and efficiency and maximizing profit right yeah and so <laughs> you know time is money in the united states and i think you're right i think that reflects negatively in the culture in my opinion yeah was there anything else that really stood out to you i mean i know you've traveled to the u.s but you've never lived there and been part of the culture for so long for example i had to take the train from groveland i mean haverhill to boston which is like an hour train and sometimes there were people like that were really nice in the train so they sit next to you and they talk to you and everything and it happens to me a lot that people started talking to me and I started to speak in English and they noticed that I wasn't from the USA. Right. And a lot of times people just stopped talking to me. Really? And yeah. And I, I don't know why it was that. I, I don't think it was like a, a racial thing. It was maybe because they will have a, a little bit uh, a hard time trying to understand most of what I talked, even though I... I think I can express myself really good. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But like having to listen to a different accent is a little bit of effort for some people. And mm -hmm. um, some people just don't want to take that effort. They prefer to be quiet. <laughs> right, right. Did you um, pick up any slang in your 10 months? Yeah. Today? I think the bro thing, <laughs> like, like when, you, when you talk to your friends and you say, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That that really like stick to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I got stuck with a lot of slang because I was mostly working and you don't talk like that when you work. <laughs> Do you think that people from the United States use more slang or Chileans must use more slang? Chileans. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. <laughs> like in usually like the the language of Chile is dominated with slang. Absolutely. So when you now that you're back in Chile, mm -hmm. is there something that you miss about the United States? McDonald's. <laughs> you have it here. For yeah, real? Yeah, it's different. different. Well, no, what's, what's, what's special about <laughs> it? I don't know, the burgers are better. <laughs> Do you miss anything other than McDonald's? Because, Matias, that was the most stereotypical <laughs> thing you could have possibly said to us. I know, I know, it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I really miss about it? is how people take stuff really seriously like in the industrial way for example here being a music producer is way more hard than it was for me there in the united states even though i was just doing an internship and taking like little jobs because people don't talk like about like business opportunities and stuff without doing them ah uh, yeah so that's a really big difference that here i need to take care about a lot of stuff and half of that stuff is just in the air because it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So I think the professionalism in the industry, in whatever industry, I think it will be the same. In USA is way better than here. Yeah, and even even for example, friends things like you say, hey, I'm I wanna go to that place in that date, and people say okay, and it happens, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So here people are more like in the air. Let's play it by ear. Yeah. 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 So that's one thing I miss about it. Right. No, that makes sense. And when you were in the U.S., what did you miss most about Chile? Paris. 
No, I miss I miss my friends really. Of course. And my family, like I'm really close to all my friends and I and they are like a part of my day and day and not having them was really hard for me. Like I, I usually like talk to my friends in FaceTime when I was there, like all the time. Right. WhatsApp constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, now that you've been in the US ten months, you're back. What kind of advice would you give to you know our listeners who may be thinking of spending some time abroad in the U.S.? I will say uh, go with all the the time to really get to know the the place you're going to. Yeah. Like not don't be like the normal tourist that goes for a week to New York and just go to the to the normal places. Dig a little deeper because there are some really nice places. There are some really nice mountains, parks. Like don't 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 go there to go to a city and buy stuff. Go there to really get to know the culture and what's pretty of it. Because for example, I went to New Hampshire, to the White Mountains, uh-huh. and it was probably the most beautiful place I ever saw. And I didn't knew about it uh, before I w- only was there. Like right. there's a lot of beautiful places in the USA that people don't know about because of all the cities. Right. That's a really great point. Yeah. And that's something that that I wish people knew too, because for example, I'm from Minnesota in you know the center north of the US and I've never been to New York and I've never been to Miami. And, but I've seen almost, I've seen so many national parks out west and they're just some of the most beautiful places, but nobody has any idea that they exist because it's all about like New York, New York, New York, Disney yeah. World, or Disney World. Or going to Boston or going to like Miami. the museums and stuff, but there's right. more. There's always more. There's always more. And what advice would you give to somebody who's learning English right now and they either want to live abroad or travel abroad, but they're feeling nervous about the language component? I will say just go for it. I mean, if, if you have like a little base of, of speaking the language you're trying to speak and you can like actually make words and... Yeah. And I don't know as how to go to the bathroom and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the best way to learn English or any any language is to be there, is to be with it twenty four seven. Even when you go to sleep, say good night instead of buenas noches. Yeah. Like being being there is the best way to learn English. So you just need to go there, even right. though if you study, you know, everything. The 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 best way to learn is doing it. Thanks, Matias, for coming on the show. It really is so great to hear kind of the opposite experience. Right, and and I have no doubt that it gets useful for, for our listeners to hear from somebody who like, spent time traveling abroad and who like, took those risks and spoke English in that context. Because a lot of our listeners are learning English because they're interested in traveling or they're interested in living abroad. So thanks for being an example for them. Thank you guys for inviting me. A good example, successful. Yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.